everyone, this is Emmanuel, your certified emotion code, body code practitioner here with Healing the Healer podcast. It is season two, episode 14. And we're going to talk about the book Lost Connections. And um, I'm actually specifically talking about the chapter six, which is cause one is disconnection from meaningful work. And I just want to do my little commentary on this because um, I love how Johan Hari went on a journey to find out what's really causing people depression and anxiety. He had a study also too, what big pharma has offered him in his own life of uh, pharmaceutical studies, also uh, meeting with uh, top doctors and people who really tell us what's really happening behind medication and uh, the clinical trials and you know the ones that are used, the ones that are not used and uh, sort of like uh, favoritism clinical trials and all this very interesting stuff that we don't really know, that we we just take for granted that these big pharma companies have our best interests, but the reality is they don't. And I'm not afraid to say that um, because I am looking to help people. And uh, sometimes helping people consists of telling people the truth of that the alternative that they've been using is not working. And that, or maybe their first um, priority or prerogative was to use medication, and that the reason why it's not working is because it wasn't meant to work. It was just meant to sell. And um, which I feel like, in my opinion, is a very cane like uh, uh, sort of philosophy. You know, again, I always mention big pharma with like uh, um, secret combinations. You know, so when it comes to big pharma, they don't care if, similar to Cain, you know, kill Abel and now I'm free. Um, I'm willing to, to kill my brother so I can get ahead in life. It's the same thing with big pharma. I'm willing to um, give people medications that has sort of very biased clinical trials uh, that they chose from. They also do payoff with FDA and different things like that. Uh, and they get ahead in life. But are they really spiritually, emotionally getting ahead in life? And they're not. And they feel like there's no one watching them. But, you know, there is a creator watching what they're doing. And so I want to talk about this one thing that has come up, which is the disconnection from meaningful work. Okay, so this is interesting. So this gentleman wrote here that, or he was talking about um, this person named Jonah. I'm not sure if he really, his name is really Joe, but he talks about how he used to um, create paint for people. So people would come in and he would... um, shake paint for people. He would put combinations of paint, put it in this similar microwave and um, microwave looking thing, but it, was, it would actually shake the paint. And then all of a sudden he would, you would have your paint there. So he kind of, I just want to kind of read a little bit about what he said. He said, I'd put a, pa- a dash of pigment into the can, put the can into a machine that looked a bit like a microwave and the machine would shake it vigorously. This made the color of the paint even. Then he would take your money and say, thank you, sir. Then he wait for the next customer and do the same thing. Then he would wait for the next customer and do the same thing all day, every day. Take an order, shake paint. Say, thank you, sir. Wait, take an order, shake paint. Say, thank you, sir. Wait, and on and on. Nobody ever noticed whether Joe did it well or badly. The only thing his boss ever commented was if he was late. And then he'd get balled out. As Joe left work, he would always think, I don't feel like I made a difference in anyone's life. The attitude of his employers, he told me, was, you're going to do it this anyway. You're going to show up at this time. And as long as you do that, you're fine. But he found himself thinking, 
as he put it to me, where's the ability to change? Where's the ability to grow? Where's the ability to really make an impact on this company that I'm working for? Because anyone can just show up on time, do what they tell you to do. So this is the problem. So here's here's the final paragraph I want to read here. He says, if you spend so many of your waking hours deadening yourself to get through the day, it's hard, he explained, to turn that off and be engaged with the people you love when you get home. Joe would have five hours to himself before he had to sleep and then shake paint again. He wanted to just collapse in front of the television or to be alone. On weekends, all he wanted to do was drink a lot and watch a game. So he was lacking purpose, you know, and here's what I want to share with you is that Many of the listeners here that are listening um, to this podcast, um, perhaps you're a um, someone who wants to finally get out of, not the rat race, I wouldn't say that, because um, you know, if everyone got out of the race, then no one, nothing would be, <laughs> nothing would work. Uh, let me say this again. Um, if everyone like became rich, and every, everyone was following their missions in life, I, I have no problem with that, but if everyone like did everything that the rich people do, um, there would be no restaurants. There would be no people mowing the lawns. There would be nobody pumping your gas. There would be nobody. It would we would literally be only entrepreneurs. And um, so there are people. There's there's reasons that there are people working at the gas station. Perhaps that's not their real mission. Maybe they go home and they paint something and they're they're doing something part time and they love doing it and they're happy. That's all that matters. They're using their mission of painting and they're becoming happy. So I don't really discourage jobs. I just discourage people who think that that's their end game um, because there's always some gift or talent. Now, if they're using their gift and talent in their job, then maybe they're fine and they're happy and that's great. But as long as your job is extracting the gift that you have, the gift and talent that you have, um, I'm all for it because I know we all came here with gifts and talents that are very unique to us and that we worked on that with our creator and that we have a mission in life. Now, for those of you who are energy healers, um, maybe I've helped you. Um, I have this thing called the Healer Success Guide, which is, uh, in my opinion, uh, took me 12 months of gruesome blood and guts, and like I had to make some mistakes, say the wrong thing to a client. I had to uh, work on my muscle testing a ton. I had to uh, work a lot on my intuition. I had to practice muscle testing for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, um, all that stuff, and I finally came up with this thing called the Healer Success Guide, and uh out of all the tears and, and, and that I shed, I showed it to Dr. Brad the 12th month of when I got certified. And um, he was amazed. And I remember when he picked up that piece of paper and he said this. He said, this is inspired. And I'll never forget that. That was one of the most pivotal moments in my life. To have someone who's your mentor to, to pick up a piece of paper and said, this paper is or this training is inspired. And uh, I, I was very grateful for that day. And uh, it was. I really, I really felt like it was. I, what's really interesting that, that Dr. Brad doesn't know is that I had it all in my head. Because if you do things day in and day out, you, you just memorize it. It's just in your head. You know how to do it. You know how to talk to a person. You know how to follow up with them. You know how to market yourself on Facebook. You know what tools you've used. It's just in the back of your head. It's just about writing it down. So before I met him, a lot of people don't know this. I'm going to give you guys a little secret. Um, I stayed up till 11 o'clock from, I stayed from 11 o'clock to 8 a.m. So 11 p.m. to 8 a.m. And I created the Healer Success Guide. And I met with him at like 10.30. So I was literally meeting him with no sleep. And I did it last minute because I've, I was so busy. 
that's a good thing, right? Like you're so busy with work. So to create a guide was kind of like not in your schedule. And um, so for those of you who are looking to get out of your job, but maybe because you want to become an artist or maybe you want to become a musician, um, let me help you transition there. And if you're working with another practitioner, then go ahead and go back to your practitioner and keep working with them. Um, but one of the things you could do is like, like, why can't, why haven't you left your job yet? Like, why haven't, what, what's taking you so long? Is it, you have fear? Is it scarcity? Is it, you have fear that your business will fail? Well, those are all very, very good things to have. You want to have some fear that it may fail. If you just go in there and blindly say, I succeed in everything. I mean, that's great law of attraction, but the, the reality is, is that you have to know that the odds are against you, not because of my negativity, but because of facts. 95% of small businesses fail within their first five years. This is a statistical fact. 95% of small businesses fail their first five years. Why did they fail? I think it has to do with baggage, too reactive. Number two, not enough planning. They didn't plan how it was going to work out. They just kind of uh, shot from the hip. Uh, and so I wanted to create a, a program that helps people to um, kind of give you a game plan. Like, well, what do you do first? What do you do second? How do you get yourself out there? And I did that. And then also on top of that, you need to have healing. Okay, so let's go back to this person who just wants to leave their job. You can just say, are there any imbalances holding me back from having the courage to leave my job? Or maybe you're bouncing back and forth. Should I just do this part-time? Should I do this full-time? You're just kind of indecisive. You could say, I have full clarity of what I want to do in the future. Your body might, your, you muscle test it. Your body's like, well, 16.346%. Okay, great. Let's move that with the body code and get you to 100%. Then once you get that, um, maybe um, you leave your job and now you have your career, you're like, how do I have, um, how can I have more creative juices going inside? You can actually do a session on that. Are there any imbalances holding me back from my creativity? So every level, there's a new devil. Every level, there's a new devil. And the body code is meant for you to go from mountain to plane. So you're going to have mountains. But I'd rather have a plane, maybe maybe some tigers there, some wolves there. I mean, that's that's just the reality of life. But but to go from a mountain to a plane, that's a big jump, and that's done through energy healing. And so you're doing the conscious work to to move forward in life, but you also have your subconscious backing you up. It's almost like an army. You want your army working for you, right? Not against you. That's your subconscious. Your arm. It also kind of like um, I I see the subconscious as like. As long as you make the subconscious feel safe with what you're about to do, and then you add a couple of attributes that you'd like to have that would make you more successful, you're you're due for you're you're due for you following your dream. It's gonna happen. Like you think it's not gonna happen, but it will. And a lot of you guys who listen to me, maybe you've listened to a lot of self development, and you're like, yeah, I, I know what I have to do. I know why I'm doing it, but I just feel stuck. I'm telling you, you should. Start programming your mind to say, "I'm not stuck. I just haven't. I just haven't had the body code session, the ideal body code session, to move me forward." And so, this person here, for example, is not happy. He feels like he's not fulfilling his dream uh, at wherever he works. The one that I just mentioned to you about the paint thing. So, I wonder what it is. I mean, I would have to ask him. See, I, I would sit down with him and I would say, "What is it that comes up when you think about you going to a new business? Oh, I don't have the money. Okay, so let's attract some money. So, you're, you do you have a heart wall?" Or um, is it easy for you to uh, 
attract financial abundance. Let's find some imbalances. Okay, now he found the money. So now what? It's like um, everyone I talk to, for some reason, they're not responsive to be an investor. Okay, so I'll just say, are there any imbalances causing you to make people not trust you, that you could um, elevate your business? You might find some broadcast messages. Okay, now you brought the investors. The investors are in now. Okay, um, you're like, oh, I just, I need more energy. I'm starting to feel really tired. Okay, are there any imbalances that are making you feel tired? You see the the progress here? Every level is a new devil, and you can have a body coat practitioner work with you step by step by step to get you out. Just like Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption is a great movie. I don't know if you've seen it, but um, there's a part at the end where he's escaping, and um, I just, you know, I didn't spoil it for you, but... He's escaping, but wouldn't it be nice if someone was helping him along the way? If somebody was with him? That's why Pinocchio, it's like Pinocchio wouldn't be a human boy if it wasn't for that little grasshopper, uh, Geppetto. The grasshopper is what gave him advice, what helped him out, what uh, made him think differently, everything. That's your subconscious. It's just your subconscious is someone that you want working for you, not against you. And unfortunately, the programming that we've received through our family and through our inherited means uh, are going against you now. And you have to be conscious of it and then reprogram it. So I just want to share with you that it's interesting that this person here, the longer you stay at a job, watch this, the long, the, the heavier your backpack will be when you start your own business. I'll say it again. The longer you stay at your job, the more trauma you're going to create. And then that backpack will get huge. And then all of a sudden you can't, it's hard for you to do your business. You procrastinate, you, um, you sabotage, you have fear, you um, have no motivation, you have depression. How, how is that all possible? Is it because you are not meant to do a business? See, that's what people think. Because they've been too long compromising, you've produced energies that sabotage you when you officially find something that you love. So don't wait another year to say, oh, I'll just wait another year. No, trust me, you'll be surprised how many energies you are creating in your subconscious mind that are not going to help you once you find your right business. But it's a step-by-step business. So your practitioner should know every single little detail, every single mountain you're about to experience as you're transitioning to a business. Um, one of my mentors once told me, he said, um, he says, like, this, is, this is all your all the things that you have right now could be your job, right? It's like a jar, okay? You have it. It's like you have it. It's in your grips, everything like that. Now, everything you want is in this other jar right next to it. So it's right there. You don't have it yet. You're not even putting one hand on it. So he says that as you start reaching out for something new, there will be a time or a transitional time where you'll have none of the jars. He says, that's the true test of a man. You won't have your job behind you and you won't have your business in front of you. You're stuck in limbo. And how you act in limbo determines who you are. And so it's very important if you're not getting healings in, in the limbo state, it is gonna be, it's gonna be very easy actually to go back and revert to how things were before. And so anyway, I'm reading this book, Lost Connections. I'm gonna kind of go through this and, and read every chapter and see what are the different things that cause depression, anxiety, this one has to do with a disconnection from meaningful work. And if you're someone who is like, man, I can't stand going to this job anymore. I feel like there's something out there for me that would really benefit me. Then I really, really highly recommend that you start looking at your goals and saying, what sessions do I need so that I can move forward with my life? And if you're a body coat practitioner, you're like, man, I would love to get mentored by Emmanuel, personally do healings from him, 
get him, get healings from him. Also do watch the videos at how he went from zero to making over 200,000 a year in, in business. And again, I'm not saying this to show off. I'm just saying this because it's possible. See, I struggled most of my life. I didn't do well. I, I drove a Domino's pizza car. I worked at Hollywood video and said, uh, hope you enjoy your video today. Like that was me. I worked at Verizon Wireless. I said, hey, uh, how can I help you today at Verizon Wireless? That was me. Nothing special about me. I just was looking. I was hungry. And when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, when you feel depressed because you feel like there's no reason for me to be here on this earth unless I find my mission, I don't care if it takes you 40 years, 60 years, 80 years. When that enough that, that moment of disgust happens, get ready to launch. Get ready to change your life. And why not get healing on the way?